0: Last week on Wednesday, spoke about Thanksgiving an attitude of a of a continuous flow. Continuous flow. I saw a scripture today. I was waiting for someone. We were meeting. <laughs> we were meeting early. So we were meeting in a text sent me a text to say, Pastor, so can you meet then at Java? Certain gentleman. Java Gigi. Okay. Uh, at Ruby's okay petrol station okay fine so he's uh, so I went there 22 a meeting at 8 a.m. and there I went there 22 8 and I'm in Java Ruby's at the junction they are going to the UN and he's at the Java Ruby uh, Java at the co right there so I don't know why they open two of them and 200 meters apart so I'm seated I'm waiting I look at my watch, well, uh, so I'm reading my, the Psalm, you know, Psalm 15. And I, I'm getting excited. That's what scripture I'm going to share with you. I, I get excited. And I'm taking my uh, cappuccino. It was nice. <laughs> then I, I'm re- and I'm getting excited. And then it's 8 o'clock. I thought, man, does this guy have any. any any honor for his pastor. <laughs> He's been sitting here waiting. Then I thought, he could have called, though. Let me call him. So where are you? I'm seated out. Have you come in? Where are you? I'm seated inside. Where? In Java. which one? Down here, the the I said, I'm up here at Ruby's. You say Ruby's? <laughs> so I said, let me come down there. Even this other, this Java is so cold. Let me come there. I'm a bit warmer. So anyway, I went and met. But this, in, in that sitting down, waiting, taking cappuccino. I saw Proverbs 15, 15, and I thought about that continuous, continuous flow. Proverbs 15, 15, but from the Passion Translation, from the Passion Translation. You there? Uh, all right. I'm, I'm waiting. Are you able to have it up quickly? Yeah, the Passion Translation. Let's read it out together, please. Let's go. Everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I like that. That's my scripture for Christmas. <laughs> That's wonderful. He says, everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. Everything. Everything. But when you choose, I will praise the Lord. That is like, that is like, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. In everything. He says, but when you choose to be cheerful, in fact, it's a matter of choice there. Every day, every day, every day, I choose to be cheerful. (laughs) Every day, every day, people will wonder what's happening. Every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you ever take one thought of depression, you've chosen. Oh, did you hear that? No matter what people do to you and I, if we choose one thought of depression, you've chosen. But when you choose to be cheerful, and I'm telling you, that has a lot to do with also thanksgiving. Praise God. Every day. Every day. Yeah, you know, we gathered over Christmas, and auntie so-and-so said this, and she looked at me and said, are you not married yet? And now they called the other auntie, hey. Hey <laughs> I choose. You know, they, they all came around. When are you going to get married? And they brought me a certain man who's uh, twenty-five years older than me, that I marry that man. <laughs> now you choose <laughs> you say auntie so and so you are so funny and you laugh. <laughs> Oh yeah, you see that? You, you look at them, the aunties, they're talking, and they're serious, and they're talking about you getting married to someone that you don't even know. And they look so serious. And you look, and they called you, you thought they had something so special, but you suspected. And then after they have talked, and you laugh and laugh, and you say, aunties, you're so funny. Ah, oh, they are... I'm so glad I belong to this funny family. <laughs> and leave them. <laughs> love me. And give them some seeds of faith. <laughs> and leave them. And say, you'll meet next time. I'll be praying for you. I love you all. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember. I remember. An uncle of mine came to me or oh, years ago now many people wouldn't say what I'm saying to you and he said you know you know I believe yeah you don't have a child hmm because you laughed at a certain woman who could not have children a occur okay. so then I think that's the reason I believe that's what God spoke in me is the reason I said oh really Okay, fine. He forgives. Is that so? I'm telling you, that was my response. He forgives. Is that so? Yeah, let's go to the Bible. Because he had his Bible. So I brought my Bible and I went to First John 1 9. And I said, If you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So I confessed before the Lord. He's, he's there. He's looking. <laughs> i confess before the lord and i say amen and i believe i say, you believe this this scripture yeah so this this is done and he looked at me say i said <laughs> that's all that's all it takes don't get so complicated with re- religion <laughs> no don't, don't ever that thanksgiving people it's thanksgiving but it says a thanksgiving, an attitude of a continuous flow. So again, remember that, that's Proverbs fifteen, fifteen. the Passion Translation. Everything seems to go wrong. So you see, you know, you see how many times that can, could have depressed me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People always think they have solutions to your answers. I mean, to, to, your, to your life, to the issues you face. But, you know, you can take offense or you can choose to be cheerful and that don't let the devil ever steal anything from you yeah. and you know he never talked about that again until he went to heaven and the Lord told him you are wrong <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but he went to, he went to heaven actually he was born again yet he he's born again years ago everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed but when you choose to be cheerful every day make up your mind please Every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. That's the plan of God for you. Amen. So let me, let me, let's revisit some things in Psalm 95 tonight as we offer thanksgiving. In fact, before Psalm 95, let's go to First Chronicles chapter 16. <clears throat> this is also a psalm of thanksgiving. Psalm of thanksgiving. It's a David's song of thanksgiving. In verse 7, 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 7. So you, you want a continuous flow? Keep that attitude of gratitude. An attitude of thanksgiving, gratitude to God. On that day, David first delivered this psalm into the hand of herself and his children to thank the Lord. And that word, to thank the Lord, remember that thank, remember thanksgiving we saw Okay, which we'll see now. Thank actually is Yada, it's a Hebrew word Yada, which is Y A D A H Yada, which means to revere, to revere or worship, but don't it? Doesn't stop there to revere or worship with extended hands. So, we are going to you are doers of the word. Tonight we are going to do some of those, remember that, with extended hands. So when I'm saying something and I see your hands go up in the air, two hands in the air, that's fine. I know what you are doing. You are saying, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. With extended hands is to praise. Thanksgiving is to praise. Thanks is to praise. Uh, Give thanks. It's actually to give thanks is, is to acknowledge. Acknowledge oh, I don't know about you. Acknowledge God for his goodness and for his mercy upon my life. are things I could have never thought I'd do in my life. Never, ever, ever even given how many years on this earth I could have never thought to do. But listen. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And then he says this, acknowledge, declare the merits of someone and we know whose merits we are declaring. God's. So listen to this, yada is an important word for praise or thanksgiving. So this, this that's why we need to teach our youth, lifting up our, our hands, with extended hands in, in reverence and worship. That is what it is. Actually, it's a very important thing before the Lord. I gave you an assignment last week, I don't know if none of you checked out. Uh, born again, Christian, being born again is not a religion. But I said for the sake of communication is this. I don't know of any religion that they lift up hands when they are worshiping their God. Do you? I've never seen that. But as believers, we do this. We lift up our hands. We lift up thanksgiving. We lift up praise. God, thank you, Lord. And it occurs more than hundred times in the in the Old, Old Testament more than half of this in the book of Psalms that means remember Psalms has a lot to do with thanksgiving and praise to God. so in praise you're thinking of Yada is worship with extended hands. Amen which means the, the verb of which I saying last week is hand is, is hand Yada. Y-A-D, which is hand, and into the verb yada, suggesting outstretched, outstretched hands as a means of worship and thanks. Outstretched hands as a means of worship and thanks. Is there anyone thankful here tonight? Ah, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Is anyone thankful here tonight? Yeah. We thank you, Lord. Praise God. Look down here, Lord, and see. (laughs) Thankful people praising you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So so David says this in verse 8. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Listen to this. Let me, let me talk, let's talk about his wondrous works. But I uh, got a testimony from Esther Wanjal. I don't know why the rest of you didn't send it. But she said, listen to my testimony. That's the Passion Translation, Psalm 34. 4. She starts with that. She says, listen to my testimony. I cried to God in my distress, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fear. Hallelujah. And then she says so true about me. This has been one year that I had encountered the help of God in so many areas through the Wednesday prayer meetings. Two major testimonies are that I experienced a major deliverance from the spirit of fear that had tormented me for such a long time through a word of knowledge from pastor. I have been as as free, free as ever. Remember that you could not she could not want to use even a knife because she feel like she'll, cut, she'll be cut and all that until she's you started using what? She had thought of using a butter knife. A butter knife. A butter knife cannot carry, cannot cut meat. Okay, but but that's what the enemy does. You see that tormenting her. But then she she's had a word of knowledge, and I saw this in the spirit. Someone like being start with a knife. Can you imagine of that? And then. And then I I gave the word of knowledge, and there it was, and she got delivered from that. I've been as free as ever. I was also healed from a skin infection that I had on my hands. I had an infection where my fingers were always very itchy, and the skin around them looked burnt and perforated. I thought it was the detergents I used used for cleaning my clothes and changed them. I even used to wear gloves while washing clothes, but it wouldn't help. Those are day pastor spoke about healing of skin infections, and I don't even remember how it all happened. What I know is that I'm whole. That infection disappeared completely, and never will it return. And we agree, never will it return. These are just a few of the great things that God has marvelously done for me. I've experienced a greater breakthrough in my prayer life than any of the other years. My encouragement to everyone is to remain consistent in the pursuit of God. Where his presence there is is there we should want to be included in this prayer meeting. That is, that is where answers, solutions, direction, and His perfect will be found. Guess, and she gave scripture. Psalm, she's a preacher girl. Psalm 34, verse 5, she says, "Gaze upon Him, join your life with His, and joy will come. Yeah. Praise God. And he says this, Your faces will glisten with glory. I like that. You will never wear that shame face again. Yeah. Woo, 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 hallelujah. God is a good God. Okay, look at this. So what is he talking? Sing to him, sing psalms to him, verse 9. Talk of his wondrous works. That's what it is. That's the practical part of it. Talk of his wondrous works. And then it says, Glory is his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. And verse 12 says this. Remember his marvelous works. That's what we are doing tonight here. Yeah? Which he has done. His wonders and the judgments of his mouth. Look at verse, verse 15. Remember his covenant forever. The word which God commanded for. A thousand generations, church. A thousand generations. It's never changed. The covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statue to Israel for an everlasting covenant. And I'm telling you, we are are in Christ. We are Abraham's seed. We are heirs according to the promise. We have an everlasting covenant with God. And look at verse, verse 25. For the Lord is great. And greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. Let's say it together, verse 25. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared among all gods. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, and then verse 29, it says this. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him or worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Look at verse 31. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad and let them say among the nations let the Lord reigns. Oh, that is a bit weak. Let's go back. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad and let them say among the nations let the Lord reigns. Yes, he does. Verse 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy, and to us forever. Look at verse 35 and say, Save us, O oh God of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 36. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And all the people said, Amen. And Praise <laughs> the Lord. Ah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I like it that I don't have to preach alone. Ooh, we act on the word. Praise God. Now then. Now then, remember this. Giving thanks. Flows out of our hearts when we focus on God's goodness. Giving thanks flows out of our hearts when you focus on God's goodness. On God's goodness. That's what you have to do all the time. And you have to remember, this church, God is good. Yes. Giving thanks flows out of our hearts when you focus on God's goodness because God is good and He'll never change. Of that, He's good. So we have to keep then that attitude of thanksgiving. And I'm going to say it again in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read the scripture. But look at the attitude of Jesus. He had not gone to the cross yet. He was about to face the most difficult time of his life than we can imagine. Yet he had an attitude of thanksgiving. The Bible says, Apostle Paul says, it. Uh, you know, in the day that, in that night when he was betrayed, he took bread and he gave thanks. Now we know what was happening, actually. That was sacrifice. That was, uh, that was thanks, thanks, thanksgiving to God of faith. Listen, thanksgiving is an attitude of faith. If you want really to know your faith is working, there has to be that aspect, ingredient, which is very important to your faith is thanksgiving. A person of faith is a person of gratitude. Oh, I don't know about you. But let me give you an example in my own life. I have uh, an example I've released faith for. I'm giving an example, okay? I've released faith for 500,000 shillings. It's working. And then, I received 20,000 shillings. If you, 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 are not, you don't keep your faith up, you think like, but you know I was believing God for 500,000. Hmm? No. Lord, I'm thankful. Amen. And I'm telling you, I will say it, To the the point that my mind Any doubt is removed from my mind My heart is lifted up Trusting God And I'll say "The Lord And if you want me to sow this I'll sow Because it's not enough for my need For what I'm believing you for And I've done that many, 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 many times I saw it I said Lord I'm believing you for more And will you tell me whose money this is Because this is not mine (laughs) Mine is the other figure (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, I've, I've done that. Lord, will you tell me whose money this is? I want, to, I want to give it to the owner. That's an attitude of faith. That's an attitude of thanksgiving. So, so listen to this then, that he, he, had, he, he had an attitude of thanksgiving, though he was facing right in front of you an impossible mission except through the power of God and his willingness to do the will of the Father. So when you think of Holy Communion, you think of sacrifice. Yes, yet Jesus lifted up thanks to the Father when he was about to be sacrificed. That's why he says in 1 first, first Thessalonians chapter 5, 18, let's go back there again, please. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 <clears throat> I like this scripture. It starts from verse verse sixteen. Rejoice always. It starts from verse sixteen. Rejoice always. It starts from verse sixteen. Rejoice always. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you are waiting on Christmas day to rejoice. This is here. It starts right there. Rejoice always, and now as six forty three is always. It's part of it. It's in the scriptures. We found 644 in the scripture. Rejoice always. Hallelujah. That's what it is. Pray without ceasing. Have that attitude of prayer. I like I had this. I never thought of it in this manner, but I heard it from Pastor J.B. Whitfield. He says, you know, I believe it's not like you cannot go around praying, 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 praying all the time. You can't because there's some time you are talking. But he says this, I do believe this is an attitude of prayer. It's an attitude of prayer. You carry all through. You are praying, yes, but it's an, that attitude of prayer, you have it all through in situations. And then he says this, for in everything, give thanks. Everything. In everything, everything. Everything, everything, and then I'll show you something which I do believe is so true for, for in this scripture. And in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. What is the will of God? Yes. In everything, giving thanks is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So in essence, then, we're dealing with an impossible situation, but then that, listen to this, that impossible situation has not been caused by God because God is a good God. So that impossible situation has not, supposedly impossible situation has not been brought into effect by God. It's been brought in by the enemy of your soul. But God says this, you start giving me thanks. What is that? So you are no longer focusing on that situation. You are focusing on my will for you to deliver you from that situation. And when you focus on him because of his goodness, he comes through for you. Amen. You remember that we started talking about Paul and Silas when they sang hymns. They started singing those worship songs in prison. We sang, and what happened was, listen this, did God send them to prison that he may teach them a lesson of how to sing sing and and, and give thanks in prison? No, he didn't do that. We know that was the devil. We find that in, in Acts chapter 16. Let's go there quickly, please. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, prayers, I believe, ushers us into the presence of God, but I do believe this then, thanksgiving and praise, God shows up. He comes right there in your situation to, 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 to position you in his will for your deliverance. In Acts chapter 16, let's look at it there. When they were in prison, oh my goodness, they had been beaten. Really good, really, really good. Or oh, let me say, really bad. All right. And then the verse twenty-three. And they, when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Let's read, please, from the Passion Translation. We we saw Passion Translation so good in that scripture. In Acts sixteen, verse twenty-three. Uh, is it verse 23? What verse was that? Yeah, verse 23. And they were severely beaten. They were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. How can we imagine having been beaten that much and then they had their feet bound and chained? Paul and Silas undaunted prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise while the all the other prisoners listened to their worship. And I say something. I've never seen it this way, but I said something. Someone may think different, but this is what I saw. We are looked at actually in Acts chapter 12, where James, the brother James had been the brother of John had been slain. And then Herod having seen that it had pleased the Jews, he also arrested uh, Apostle Peter and put him in prison. And the Bible says, but prayers were made to God by the church. And God sent an angel. We see that. We saw that. He sent an angel, and, and Peter actually was asleep. He was struck so hard by that angel, he woke up, And when he went, the doors opened, uh, the the gates opened, all those prison doors opened in their own accord. And when he went down, he realized, I'm not dreaming. Really, I'm in the place. He went to the house of John the Mark. That's the house where they were in. I think it's the mother of John the uh, uh, Mark. What do you call John Mark. John, John, John. John. Yeah, John Mark. (laughs) But that's where they were were praying and went in and rode opened the, the door and looked and he said, behold, it was Peter. She shut the door and she, I don't know why, why they do that, you know what i saying? <laughs> shut the door, went, ran inside and he said, Peter is outside. He said, no, no, he's, he's not. It cannot be. In fact, the said the intercessors, it cannot be. We are praying for him. <laughs> it cannot be here. We are praying for Peter. But anyway, that was Peter. But look at this. We see the same scenario in prison. But we saw Paul and Silas, they not only prayed, they sang songs of praise to God. And theirs was not just being delivered from prison. No, the prison, the, the, listen this, verse 26. Suddenly, a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison. I don't think if it existed after that yeah that's what praises you do look on this look at this when i start thinking of a great earthquake i think of mount Sinai. when god showed up he shows up with the angel showed up opened the gate powerfully but when god showed up even the prison the prison gate, the prison foundations were shaken that's what thanksgiving and praise you do when God, God inhabits the praises of his people. Thanksgiving. Praise God. Listen to this. All at once, every prison door flung open and the chains of all the prisoners came loose. Not Peter like Peter alone. He went out. There everyone <laughs> was loose and he started the jailer awoke and saw every cell door uh, I mean the jailer awoke and saw every cell door standing open and on and on and on. And anyway, not only that the prisoners had definitely they had, had they saw all that and the jailer gave his life to the Lord. Praise God. Thanksgiving. Let me go into some scriptures here quickly. So giving thanks was also Apostle Paul's attitude in prayer. And he tells us to do so, to do the same. It was his attitude in prayer. Now, let's go to one of the scriptures that the Lord has taught me over the years. And I've gone back to it over and over and over again. And the more I go into it, the more I see some things. Let's go to Luke 17. I'm reading it tonight from the Passion Translation concerning the the ten lepers. But I want us to learn something. Not that you may become a leper, but you learn the attitude of faith. Go then, verse verse 11. Listen from the Passion Translation. On his way to Jerusalem, talking about Jesus, he passed through the border region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered one village, ten men approached him, but they kept their distance. So this thing didn't begin yesterday. Huh? Social distancing, yeah? <laughs> it used to be there among the people. You caught lepr- leprosy, you should know you will be distanced. So why are we being distanced from each other? We are no lepers here. So, so actual kept their distance from the lepers. They shouted to him, Mighty Lord, our wonderful master. I like the way the Greek, they say the Greek word here used here is master. It's not the usual word used for teacher or master. It denotes, denotes one with the supernatural authority and power. They just didn't say master. They, 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 they use that, it denotes one with authority and power. Listen to this. Have master on us, what are they saying? Actually, we know. You have authority over this which has bound us that's exactly what it was why do you cry out for someone to, to someone for help if you know that they can not help huh oh yeah think about yourself if you are calling un- uncles you know there is an uncle who's ever broke you don't call them for giving them for any money <laughs> you know you're wasting your credit. <laughs> But there is an uncle you know that if they, you call, he can, he, he'll be able to give you something. Don't you know that they are calling? They, did, they didn't call the Pharisees. They are calling Jesus because they are expecting him to make them whole. Amen? Won't you have mass on us and heal us? Oh, come on now. Just think about faith, people, in this man. When I approach God, it's because I know he can do something. So I must have faith in his ability to do it for me. Because you realize in many instances, Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Not my faith. The ability of God is there. But it's faith which connects us to that which God has made available for us to receive. What we need now. Look at this. Then it says when Jesus stopped, uh, when Jesus stopped to look at them, he spoke. This was God to be examined by the Jewish priests. This was required according to the Levitical law. They set off, and they were healed while walking along the way. I like saying it this man. They set off, and they were healed in their obedience, obedience to the word of Jesus. Same yesterday, today, forever. They were healed in their obedience. One of them was a Samaritan. Remember a Samaritan? Uh, Donald Jews. You know that. Uh, and then and then he 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 went, he was walking with them. When he discovered that he was completely healed, turned back to find Jesus. Look at this now. That's where we are going to. Shouting out. Joyous. Praises and yeah, thank you, thank you. Shouting out joyous praises and glorifying God because of what had happened to him. You're shouting them out. You know, there are people that they never say, you know, you know sit my heart. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Or well, you know, growing up, there is to have. If if, I, if you find a a, a framed or, or something or, or what right, these writings are framed, or, what do you call? with so These writings, you should know those people are not young. You understand? Christ is the silent listener of every conversation. You should know those people are not born yesterday. Okay? All right. Any one of these young people, have you ever seen something like that in any house? You're even answering, <laughs> but yeah, you, you know that's that's not that. Have you ever seen? Now you see them. Even Madonna hasn't said. Now if you find it in the house like that, uh, call them Shosho and and Guka <laughs> Those are not young people. <laughs> it is to be so common. But look at this. So you, you didn't have those silence. Listener, or anything, he knew that he had to catch, catch his attention, and he says, shouting out joyous praises and glorifying God. When he found Jesus, oh, look at this from the from the passion translation says, when he discovered that he was completely turned back to find Jesus, so he was actually looking for him while he was shouting, Where is that now, Baba? Okay are we all right 15 yeah it's before then before here all right that's black okay that's being challenged <laughs> technical challenge but one of them when he saw that he was healed, turned back glorifying and praising and honoring god with a loud that's not even the one i'm looking for i'm looking for the passion translation he says, when he discovered that he was completely healed, turn back to find Jesus shouting out joyous praises and glorifying God. So he's going round. He's still he's shouting. Amen. Amen. That's what I've told you. If you feel you're so full, do it in the lift in the morning. Yes. When he's so full, Just shout their hallelujah, praise God. Oh yeah, I like doing that quite a bit. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) The workers at the house got used to. I go and find them in the kitchen, it's a bit quiet in the morning and say, Hoo! Praise God, Hallelujah, and they go, Yes, amen. Praise God. It's your boss. You better agree with him. <laughs> and then and we had a nephew visiting us. I think he's nine. Oh, well, he just made me happy. Every time I say, I say, hallelujah. He goes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He just agreed with me all over. I say, yeah, that's, you're my friend in here. He turned out there. Verse, verse 16, when he found Jesus, he fell down at his feet. Listen to this right there. Thanksgiving is a place of humility. Remember, we, we looked at that word as acknowledging. We acknowledge Him. I could not have done this, Lord. This is not my strength. This is not my power. This is your ability. It's a place of humility. And God resists the proud, but He gives grace. To the humble, to the humble. So he says he was completely healed. Turn back, friend. Oh, who is that? When he found Jesus, he fell down at his feet and thanked him, over and over, saying to him, "You are the Messiah. You are the Messiah." It's a place of humility. That is very, very important. Listen, to this we are talking of to continue that. To, 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 to let that, uh, what, do you call, what do you say? To let that there may be a continuous flow in your life of the blessing of God. You have to maintain that attitude of thanksgiving. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm th- Lord, I'm thankful. You've helped me. I'm thankful. It's a place of humility. And, and look at this in verse 17. So where are the other nine? Jesus asked. I find now now this is what I see there and I believe it's so accurate. The question that he asked was, Where? It even reminds me of God. Uh, Okay. Do you believe Jesus was God walking on earth? Didn't he know where they were? He knew where they were, they were the wrong place. I don't care even if they went now giving testimony in church, they're supposed to be with Jesus. They can be brethren, praise the Lord, I met with Jesus. No, you're supposed to have been back there. You understand? Know, if God is asking you, where are you? That's serious. That's a serious question. In other words, what God, where Jesus expected them to be was right where this one had come to. And when he tells me, now I can give so many examples, and even in our generation, we can see that from the scriptures. remember. In the last days, they will have. I read that scripture. I read that scripture. See, uh, in 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 Romans chapter one, I want to see if we can see it quickly. There, Romans chapter one, God's wrath on an unrighteousness. Yeah, it says that. Um, there, there in verse 20, 20. let's start from verse 20. It's talking about unrighteousness. For since the creation of the world is invisible attributes, are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Look at verse 21. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. But became futile in their thoughts And their foolish hearts were darkened And we are seeing these are Some of the signs of End times And thankfulness And you can see Several places in the scriptures And thankfulness Do you know what that tells me? That tells me few actually Give truly Thanks to God Few Few respond in that man. Look at look at this thing. <clears throat> Let's go back to 17. So where are the nine? Do you remember also one of the uh, I mean the, the 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 question that God asked Adam, "Where are you?" If you want to be the King James version, you say, "Adam, where art thou?" Where are you? You think God didn't know where he was? The psalmist says, where can you hide from God? You see, but he was talking about, where is your position in me that Richard granted to you? You no longer have it. Now here he is, where are the nine? They are the wrong place. Can I say something here? Thanksgiving will bring you or will take you to the right place where God wants you to be. Having said just that statement, let me me show. Let's go back again to 1 Thessalonians 5.18 of because of what I've just said there. Thanksgiving will take you to the place that God wanted you to be. Place might be in the spirit, place might be the manifestation of the will of God in the area that you're believing in. Believing him for. Come on, brother. Uh, in everything, look at this, thanksgiving will take you to the place where, where God wants you to be. Okay? In, as, in other words, he says, where are the nine? He said this, this is, in essence, he said this, this was my will for them to be here. But they are not here. So thanksgiving takes us right into the center of God's will. I can prove that from the scripture in everything. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So when I'm giving thanks, things are not right, things are not going the way they are supposed to be going, but I choose an attitude of thanksgiving to God, what happens, it takes me right into the will of God, and I'm telling you, into the will of God, things, things work. I seeing that. Come on now. Remember what I told you last week? I really want you to, to capture this. And, and after that, you can be doing it as a lifestyle. We're coming to the end of the year. We have to, but, but not only just during this time, you can do it as a lifestyle. And there are times that you can go before the presence of God and all you can do is lift up your hands and thank him and praise him. Listen, it has tremendous effects greater than even prayer. Because many of what is called prayer is not prayer. You you understand? In fact, I do believe this, and I'll show you from the scriptures, you haven't prayed until you've given thanks. Ah, Let's go to to Philippians chapter four. So Father, in every, every prayer we've made this year, we give thanks. Praise God. We give thanks. Oh, I made big prayers, but I haven't seen them manifesting. Oh, start giving thanks. The year is not over yet. Praise God. Dance. Praise God. Dance. Amen. He takes us, give, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. Praise Him. Here, Philippians 4 verse 6. Philippians 4 verse 6. He says, Be anxious for nothing. This is not a suggestion, church. I was talking to some individuals, I could tell they were carrying weights. And I could tell the atmosphere of the atmosphere of weights being carried. And the Lord impressed me. Some of them were carrying just cares. Cares concerning life. You better be telling the devil, I don't care, devil. Yeah, you know what? I we ain't going to do I don't care, devil, shut up. Maybe ladies, I don't know. If this, you don't even have a dress for Christmas. I don't care, devil. <laughs> no, just kidding. Be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication in everything. But he says this, in everything by prayer, it doesn't stop there. And, and, add this one is part of it. And, accompaniment with thanksgiving. Prayer is not complete without being crowned with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Now I can only see to. <laughs> what did you go to? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you for every prayer we have made in this place, for every supplication, for everything, Father, we've made in this place. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We praise you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Practice that, please. Do it over and over again. Praise God. If I, I, will, you know, I go to town maybe at uh, some point next week or so, and I, I see you crossing the road and you are this, I know who you are. <laughs> Praise God. I know who you are exactly. I say, yeah, that's my brother. That's my sister. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it is. Don't forget that. Listen, these are no suggestions. These are Commands. It begins this, if you want your prayer to be effective, know how to deal with anxiety. And Matthew 6 tells us from verse 25. First Peter chapter 5 talks about this. rolling in your care upon the Lord. Oh, Oh, I'm telling you. Tina can give you so many testimonies regarding that. When the situation looks so bad, and uh, in, initially, when you got married, she, she'll ask me, so what are you going to do about this? I said nothing. And I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to sleep. So what? I'm going to sleep, dear. I'll wake up early in the morning. And I, I, ex- I sleep expecting even to, to, to hear God in my dreams concerning the situation. And I'll go sleep. She, she says, I, I protect my sleep like a lion. You know, when I'm sleep, I mean, when I, I go to sleep, I'm going to. Sleep. I tell her when I wake up, I'm dealing with people all through, all through in some way or another. When it's time to sleep, I do. I mean, a few days now I haven't slept early as I like sleeping. I like sleeping nine thirty to ten, and when it comes that time. I wave. I'm going. serious. <laughs> I wave. I'm going. I don't care what is being happening. I'm waving. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> and this light, I don't like that. Bedside, dim a little bit. I'm ready to sleep. I'm preparing my eyes to shut. I don't care what I faced during the day. I'm going to sleep. And then if, if, if it was so bad, and I'm telling you, I will not be anxious. I'm going to sleep. I do literally, I say, God, I roll that care upon you, and I will not think about it. I choose not to think about it, and I sleep. It doesn't take me long. I'm done. I'm asleep, and I may set an alarm maybe the following day. Sometimes, if I know that something is really needing attention, I can set an alarm maybe 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. the following day. It will not take time. By 6 o'clock, I have an answer. I'm ready for the day. I'm ready. I've gotten some impressions or sometimes very clear of what the Lord concerning that situation is over. I'm ready to go. If there was any place of my repent, repentance of my point, He shown me. You need to take care of this. I say, Yes, I will. And right there, and I'm ready for the day. And I apply that, that, uh, that uh, what Proverbs 15, verse 15. That on the passion translation. Keep that cheer. Keep that one. People who, are, who live depressed, you know, and on and on, and on they don't live long. They, they carry sickness. Really, they don't. They don't. You know, the older you, you become, you, you observe the lives you've seen among your uncles, your aunties, parents. You observe. But if you're a wise person, you realize, I remember what happened to that aunt. I remember my auntie this, my auntie that, just had a bad mouth. Talk even bad to their mother. My grandmother mother's side had dementia. Lost, I mean lost her mind of oh, oh born again mama. My my the husband was my grandfather had his mind so intact, but the, my, my my grandmother lost it so early. My aunt Christine she just talked to the mother in such a bad way. Say, yo, get out of here, you don't even, even have your mind. She did that, terrible. And my Christian, I think in her late 40s, she had lost her mind also. Shoo, my pressure no memory. She, you go say hello and she doesn't even know. I led her to the Lord in 1998. I led her to the Lord. But she had such a bad mouth, she would laugh at people, oh my goodness. We loved her growing. I laughed her. When I got born again, I realized that mama was terrible with her mouth. She was kind, though, in so many ways, but she had a bad mouth. She didn't live long. She was worse than my grandmother. My grandmother, I think, was in her late 80s. She was worse. She died, I think, in her late 50s. Worse. I think for, the, for, for, for about, about seven years, she couldn't recognize me. She even talked about people that were much dead years ago, and she'll be talking about, oh, have they not come? <laughs> but my mother stayed with her mind all through. She went under 67, but she had her mind intact. I have my, my other aunt who's the only one remaining. She's, in her, she's, I think, in her late 70s, but she has her mind in place. But this one lost her mind completely. You cannot uh, allow that. That's why you have to keep that, that attitude of thanksgiving for continuous flow of the refreshing anointing of God. You remember he says this, he anoints me with fresh oil. <laughs> That's what you need. That. The, the thanksgiving is an attitude of that freshness you know, in your life. Why, why do people complain? Complain about things that already has, have happened. But what about thankful people? They're thankful because they're expecting something new to happen. Oh, you were quiet, that part, yeah? There's some repentance to happen to here tonight. Let's, let's see if we can wind up. <laughs> Seems like some repentance here back there. Lord, help them. Help us here. <laughs> oh, this is not a laughing, but, but this was sad. I remember my, my sisters were rema- remembering that recent My grandmother then, that seen mother's mom, had lost all her teeth. So they had uh, uh, dentures. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was so funny. At night, you know, it's time to sleep. So those dentures, she had to put in t- them in a certain container and, you know, to, to what do you call it, to, to disinfect them and all that. But immediately she removed them <laughs> <laughs> so, so, can you imagine that's so sad? Of my, my, my aunt, the same aunt, he said, Ah, you know, in ink soil, talk up a kibogoyo, wewe, you know, that kibogoyo, that's, that's a toothless thing, in soil. But that's so bad with that attitude. She's in heaven, but she shouldn't have gone that eye The older you grow, the more you learn. I like going back to my home area and, and, and sometimes I just keep caught and I'm, I'm kind of like stuffing all my relatives. and I, I, I'm, I'm seeing in my heart the, the attitude of those families that I need to repent of that and never go that direction. You see what I'm saying? That's important. The attitude of, and, and you see that. You see that in the community. You see that completely. Okay. That was for someone going during Christmas. Okay, look at this then. Let, let's finish this. So where are the nine. Jesus asked, were there not ten who were healed They all refuse to return to give thanks. And he says something here. And give glory to God, except you are a foreigner from Samaria. So giving thanks, Jesus himself saying this, is actually, actually is glorifying God. Giving glory to God equals to thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is glorifying God. And glorifying God is, you know, you turn that glory to God because, you know, my ability could not have done that. So if you know a thankful heart, a thankful person is a person who acknowledges God and gives glory to God. I'm thankful, Lord, you did this. You did this for me. You did this for me. Now then, look at verse 19. Then Jesus said to the healed man lying at his feet, you're still there. According to the Passion Translation, is still lying on his feet in the place of humility. Arise and go. It was your faith that you brought you salvation and made you whole. Thanksgiving is an attitude of faith. You really want to know you in, in faith, you have that heart of gratitude. And you will not allow murmuring because remember the children of Israel that, that removed them from, uh, took them 40 years in the wilderness? It was that mama in spirit. Instead, wow, all of us actually, we're supposed to be thanking God. But if you think of it in this manner, of this, how many miracles did the children of Israel see? Yet, the mama. Now, what he has done for us in the new covenant, it will take us to the word of God and find out actual what he's done done for us. And let me tell you something. It's amazing, church, when you read the scriptures and you start getting by revelation what Jesus has done for you, what follows next is an attitude of thanksgiving. Let's finish this with, with this. Am I finishing? I don't know. Holidays are beginning. Curfew is no longer there. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Colossians chapter one. This is the reason. The whole is just back there, but because I say the, the prayers of Paul, listen to this uh, from verse 9. For this reason we also, since the day we had it, do not cease to, to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Are you seeing their prayer and supplication? Are you seeing that? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He, he said the pattern. He spoken by the Spirit of God, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. There's in application there. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with the joy. And verse 12, what does he say? Amen. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the life. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through, uh, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Right there is a place of thanksgiving. For what is done? Listen, greater, bigger, better covenant than, 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 than the one they had in the wilderness. A better covenant with better promises. So our gratitude should be, should be even greater. And listen to this. And you and I were without God in this world. I didn't hear you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Father. You have qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance, of the saints in the light. You have delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of your love, in whom we have redemption through your blood, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, our God. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Now, brethren, finally, in Malachi chapter 3, he saw the attitude I want you to keep. Say, so, is pastor going towards tithing? Yes, yeah, part of it, but it's not where I'm going. Pastor T. The people complained harshly. What does that mean? They didn't have what? Thanksgiving, gratitude. Verse 13, your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Look at this other side of the coin. Tenderness of words is when you offer thanksgiving to the Lord. But they say, your words have been harsh to me. Oh, God saying this, his, the words of his people are being harsh. Can I tell you some of harsh words? Oh, God. In the beginning of this year, I fasted. You have not seen me. You have not answered my prayer. Those are harsh words. Huh? <laughs> I like, I, I, I hear and people call me and say, uh, call me, in fact, I, I, see, I hear so much siblings. My, you know, my, sis, my sister can call me and say, hello, I say, hey. Oh, my brother, they do sometimes, they say, yeah, you, you've been quiet. I said, did you call me? No, I haven't called you, but you've been quiet. No, did you call if you, If you could have called me, I could have answered. <laughs> I said, I do that quite a bit. And, they say, and then they go, go I've heard that, you know, I do really laugh about it, you know, uh, in a good, good, good kind of a, a heart. We laugh about but they say, you know, I thought you'd been so busy. That's why you've been called. No, you could have called me. If you called me and I didn't answer, you could have said I've been busy. But he didn't call me. So tell me, what are you talking about? So we said, okay. So, so, so people have a way of, uh, why did I say that anyway? I don't know why I say that. Your words have being harsh. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Okay, I won't go there. You're also being harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have you spoken against you? You have said it's useless to serve God. What profit is that we have kept his ordinance? Some people think that way. And that we have walked as mourners. And that was one's choice. We can rejoice before the Lord of us. So now we call the proud blessed. No, that's not really true true because the proud cannot walk in the blessings of God they, we may we, sometimes you see things outwardly but you don't know what they go through in their lives oh people oh my goodness money cannot buy peace money can buy cannot buy a home buy houses but not a home but so so we call we call the proud blessed for those who do wickedness are raised up they even tempt God and go free But there is the other part of those people but those who fear the Lord and they are the thankful one too. The Lord spoke to one, uh, uh, fear the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. Listen, the Lord listened to your conversation. Call to each other, to your wife, to your children, to whoever it is, to your husband that you can be saying, you know God has been good to us. We need to thank God for, for so many things that he's been good to us. And the Lord listened and heard them so a book of remembrance was written before him. Don't you know that ours? was, remember, he says no idle word. No, every idle word that we speak, actually, is, is, is recorded. Doesn't go beyond, without his attention. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. And this is what the Lord says. Listen, the attitude of words of thanksgiving and gratitude, they shall be mine, says the Lord of us. On the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man, as a man spares his own son who serves him. And he says, this, then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked. The righteous are thank, thankful. Between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. Now, quickly and then I'll finish that. Okay, I, I've kept finishing. You, you shall know between those what? Who serve the, the Lord and? Who do not serve him. Does any scripture come up to mind? How are you able to know? Psalm 100. Psalm 100, exactly. Psalm 100. Psalm 100. It's a way to serve Him. Come on, you there in Psalm 100? All right. Let's read it, verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You, don't, you, can't, you can't stop this. Hallelujah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be to God. Do you know what that psalm is? The New King James Version says it's a song of praise for the Lord's faithfulness to his people. And listen, it's a psalm of thanksgiving. And then says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands." And then says this. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with sin. Come before, serve the Lord with gladness. So those ones who are saying, like, yes, is very young, yeah, yeah. So what do they like actually? It's a attitude of gratitude. That's what they like. I gave my tithe in this church, you and my tithe. Is it not It's not yours. You didn't give it to the church. <laughs> you did what? Yeah, you returned it to the owner. You didn't give it to the church. You know, I haven't I haven't seen anything. What? <laughs> You're saying it's in vain to serve God? No, not not that artist. They are not here tonight, and we don't have them. Victory, faith, praise God. God has helped us. <laughs> So the Lord with gladness come before his presence. It's singing. And this is why we do because listen this Thanksgiving. Know that the Lord he is God and it is he who has made us and not you yourself. What is that? An attitude of what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But forget this. It is he who has made us. We are recognizing him and we are in a place of humility. I didn't make myself. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Ba. <laughs> enter (laughs) into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his cause with praise be thankful to him and bless his name this is the reason for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Did you see it? Get some light tonight? Oh, boy. What a place to be of thanksgiving. Anyone who has something that you can thank God for, it's been so hard. Probably just happened so much during this prayer service. And you say like, I just want to testify this. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God
1: for? First of all, last month I realized that I was not able to clear my vow for Friends of the Home. Yeah. So, naturally speaking, I couldn't, there's no way I was going to raise their money up to December. Yeah. And uh, you had shared and said that when you realize you are not ha- um, getting harvest from your your seed with uh, Miss Tina you went to the Lord and gave a figure so I said Lord I don't want to finish the year before I clear my vow and it is so much money ordinarily even when I look at what I had there is no way I was going to do it and so I went to the Lord and asked him for that amount that Lord I need this money so that I can pay by December. And uh, I prayed uh, just once, and I started thanking God for him giving me the money. And I even didn't pray about it again. But I was just in my office and somebody called me and said, where are you? I said, are you at home? I said, no. I'm at my place of work. And she said, I have some money for you.
0: Praise God.
1: I asked him, uh, I asked her, it was a lady, where is the money coming from? Then she explained to me, and I asked, how much is it? And she gave me the exact figure that I had been asking the Lord. So I was so happy, I told her, take it to the house. And when I go to the house, I found my gas was finished. I said, I'm not touching it, (laughs) because... I asked for the Lord to give me so that I can pay my vow. In fact, he said, I'm giving you this amount, and the other amount I it at the end of the month. And bo- both of it put to total is what I'd asked the Lord. So I, I, I just thank God first of all for that miracle. Yeah. <laughs> you what know, I'm so glad that I don't have to go to 2022 without clearing my vow. Woo-hoo!
0: <laughs> Hallelujah, yeah, really thank thanks, praise God, thank you, is that it, praise God, oh that's a good testimony, oh uh, she has another one, yes remember about my health, remember the Lord talked to one another, the book was open, go ahead,
1: yeah this one is about my health, I, you've been seeing me around with something on my neck, I started falling sick in March this year, and uh, I was seeing a physiotherapist. Then by uh, April, uh, May, he told me now I could use medicine. So I tried to use the medicine, but by, I think, around uh, May, it became so bad. When I went to see him, he told me, now you need a spine specialist. Uh, that's what he said. My knowledge has got to the end here. Now you need to look for a spine specialist. So, uh, while we were thinking of how to get this spine specialist as a family,
0: you I... To me. To your okay. Okay. I... Ex-
1: I started uh, having some things. By that time, I couldn't work with my right hand. I couldn't write, I couldn't do anything with it. It was actually getting paralyzed. And so he said I quickly needed to see a spine specialist. So while we were thinking of getting this spine specialist, I developed some uh, infection inside the muscles. Things were swelling in there and they were having pus. And I went for some scans were done. They said that uh, things like balls, boils, but they were inside the muscle and I was put on treatment. I didn't recover. I went back, I was put on another treatment. I didn't recover. The third time I went back, I was told to see a surgeon. So I asked God to help me. Remember, I'm dealing with looking for the spine doctor, and now the same hand has developed issues which the doctor could not understand. And it was around the time now, there was this new variant of COVID from India. So I, uh, we thought and said now, because we, we may need surgical intervention, we went to just a small hospital, Medi Hill, and I told my husband, this is where I'll get help. We hadn't yet gotten the spine doctor. When we got there to see the surgeon, he looked at the, the things that were swelling in my hand, and he told me uh, he could try another different drug. Then I pulled out my MRIs and I showed him and I asked him, "Is this related to my my spine problem?" Then he told me, "No, but there is a spine doctor coming tomorrow, so you could bring all your uh, details, your MRIs, so that the doctor can see." I'm standing here, church, to tell you that our God is faithful, because that day. The doctor had been flown in because there was a government official who needed urgent urgent spine surgery and I was just there at the right time. So this doctor was flown in from India, operated this uh, government official and operated on me. An operation that I was supposed to go to India and pay millions. I only paid $600,000. i am so grateful Praise to God. God. Hallelujah. 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 So I came today. You can see I didn't come with it. Yeah. I came today to say I'm so grateful to God. He has healed me completely. I can drive and come to church. I can write. I can type. I can do Praise everything.
0: God. Our
1: God is
0: faithful. Amen. Thank you. We remember last last week we lifted up Thanksgiving, thanking God for, for your complete healing. Thank God, thank God. Hallelujah. Yes, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for those testimonies. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your love and kindness. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. Is there one more person? Oh, go ahead, Chris. There he is. Right yes,
2: sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank God, Pastor. <laughs> I know you know about this testimony, That's but because fine. the scripture says, I will tell it to the congregation yeah, exactly. what the Lord has done. And to be very brief, uh, sometimes last year, I started praying about uh, a home that I owned in the UK that I needed to dispose yeah. and uh, because it was on mortgage and I we had are people of another level.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had planned... <laughs> Not in Roy, in the UK. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I had been planning to go uh, there but then and Covid remember, hit I and I couldn't and I didn't know how to. But to cut a long story short, the Lord made it happen through online. I was able to sell it through online and it paid the full mortgage, and I was left with some equity. And I remember in the sheet of paper that I was praying, I had listened to Dr. Jerry's teaching, and he said uh, he was teaching about uh, praying to God to smite your debt yeah. and yeah, to yeah. smite your luck. Yeah. And I had written there the amount of the mortgage to be smitten, and it was um, tons, <laughs> quite an, an amount of millions, and I had written it. And so it was all cleared and I got some equity. Yeah. And then in that same paper I had written, and Lord, I'm smiting my luck for a huge amount of money that I wanted for my yeah, own yeah. home now here. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I have not, in addition to the equity I made from the sale of the property, God gave me a lot of uh, uh, another couple of millions and I am I haven't you, I remember what you started by saying you are you may be wanting you have been wanting yeah. for the 500 yeah, yeah, yeah. but you yeah. thank God for this yeah. so I'm lifting up thanksgiving because I know I have this couple of millions, but I know the figure that I ask the Lord and I am heading there. So soon I will own a home in Hallelujah. Jesus' name.
0: Thank, thank you, the Lord, for your home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you believing God for our home? Will you lift up thanksgiving on our behalf? On our behalf, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for Elder Ruth's uh, home. We thank you, every one of us. Thank you, Father, for that home. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You you fulfill the desires of our house. So thank you, Lord, for this home. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. All right? So you can be here and own a house. Okay. Not just why. Okay. All right. Okay. Just we agree. Oh, oh, up there, down there, down there, near the corner of the end of the world. Okay. <laughs> one more. One more. One more. One more. One more. Okay. Yes, Leah. maybe one. Praise God. God is working. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we give him thanks, he's working. You may have a need, and I'm telling you, he's doing exactly that. He's working. He's working. Go ahead, Leah.
3: I just want to thank God for this moment because um, I've been attacked thrice concerning my breath, but I thank God for his grace, mercies, and his goodness. That is what I can say, that when we say, God is good and his mercy endures forever. It is true because when you're gasping for that breath, there is nothing else. Everything becomes irrelevant. Only that breath is what you need. And that made me to realize that God, God is there. God is there. God is the one to be glorified in everything. So don't be discouraged by these small things, the way Pastor always encourages that you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this. You have the gift of salvation, you have the gift of life. You have you the have gift. The yes, you have the breath to praise the Lord. Praise Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. 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 So I God thank bread. God for so that breath.
0: Saying that when you think about that, let everything that has breath sure. you see, people actually wanting oxygen, yeah, it's terrible. You said realizing I have breath, yeah, oh, I thank yes. Can you thank him for Maybe. our breath? Just that. Thank, you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, Father. Your word says, Let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. You've given us this breath. Therefore, Father, we praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we are thankful. Father, I honor you and thank you, sir. For all your goodness, all your mercy, and all your grace. I know there are testimonies here. And many and many and many in this church. But, Father, we want to lift up thanksgiving for every prayer meeting we've had this year here or every prayer that we have made, supplications, thanksgiving. Father, we offer gratitude to you for your goodness. God, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. You have helped us. Our testimonies of healings, provisions, Father, many more, like I said in the beginning of this service, many more that will not be able even to fully understand in this side of eternity unless you reveal them to us. Father, tonight, on behalf of every person in this, in this house, on behalf of every person that you have called into this ministry, on behalf of every child, every youth, every man and woman, families that you have called into this ministry, Father, or they are in any way associated with this ministry. Father, I lift up thanksgiving, and together we lift up thanksgiving. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. We we return to you as we saw in the scriptures even concerning that one labor. We return to you this evening with gratitude, glorifying you father in that place of humility saying were it not for your power were it not for your grace were it not for your mercy were it not for your goodness we should have we could have never made it even to see this day even to stand in your house and to say thank you. Even to have a desire to read the word of God, a desire to seek you, Father. Everything you have done to us and for us and you've made available through your son, Jesus Christ, we give thanks to you, Father. Oh, Father, our words are not enough even to express this, but Lord, look at our hearts and we release words of faith to say thank you Thank you. As you are coming to the end of 2021, we are thankful people, we are grateful people, and we are looking forward to 2022 to enter into 2022 with thanksgiving and praise because you are good and your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Will you give him another shout? Another shout. Another shout. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise God. Oh, praise our God. Father, hallelujah. Thank you as we gather next year in this place. Thank you for fresh oil, fresh anointing, fresh revelation concerning your purposes and your